Hey everyone, I want to first and foremost let y'all know that recording this episode has been very difficult. I mean, I literally have started it probably like over 20 times and like 5-10 minutes in, I've completely scratched it and deleted it because I felt like what I was trying to say wasn't really coming across in the way that I wanted to say it. And every time I record an episode and every time I teach a lesson, I want it to be impactful. I want it to touch someone. I want someone to really learn and relate to what I have to say. But if it isn't relatable or if I'm not sharing the message clearly enough, then it's not going to do the job that I want it to do, that I need for it to do. And so I really felt like I was stuck for a while. Like how writers get writer's block. I had like podcast block or something. And so I just had to really step away from it for a while and really think, how do I want to deliver this message? How do I want episode five to come across to my audience? How do I want to bring this to y'all? And then Chadwick Boseman died. And his death really impacted me, impacted and shocked the world actually, but Everything seemed to come together. This episode and everything that I needed to say seemed to come together in the lessons that I learned from his life and his death. And so first and foremost, I definitely want to recognize Chadwick Boseman for the amazing actor and man that he was in general. In film, he depicted amazing black heroes, people that touched the world. He depicted Jackie Robinson and Thurgood Marshall and James Brown. And then he brought the world the first black superhero to have their own movie. And it definitely touch the world and if you're not black you may not understand the impact that Chadwick Boseman and the whole Black Panther movie had on the black community but it basically uplifted us because we were able to see ourselves in a different light when my oldest daughter found out that he passed she even was crying and I asked her I said why are you crying and she said because Black Panther made us look like royalty and he did that for us and so I thought that was so amazing that even a nine-year-old child could see the significance of what the movie Black Panther did for the black community and did for the world and 
what's so interesting is that through this man's career, through the major part of his career, while he was playing some of our greatest heroes, he was suffering from cancer. And it just speaks to the man that he is or that he was because you never saw his suffering. You never knew what was going on with that man. And he played his roles with such dignity and such pride. And nobody knew that he was suffering. I'm sure his family knew. But his co-workers didn't even know what he was suffering. Because they said every day he came on set 110%. He performed at 110% all the time. And he was an inspiration to his fellow colleagues. And then even when he wasn't on set, the man that he was going to visit cancer patients, when he himself was suffering, taking his time out to do that, when he had every right to just rest and relax and take time to himself because he knew what he was suffering through. It's just so amazing. And what hurt me even more after he died was to think about the blogs and the rumors that had come out about a year or two ago because everybody saw that Chadwick Boseman was losing weight and the blogs started a rumor or whoever started the rumor said that he was possibly not going to be in the next Black Panther film because he wanted more money and they weren't trying to give give it to him. And they attributed his weight loss to him preparing for another role. And to know that this man was this whole time suffering from cancer and the blogs accused him of basically trying to be entitled after the first Black Panther movie and wanting more money it's just so ridiculous and I don't know him personally obviously so I don't know how that could affected him you know internally did he was he bothered by these rumors did it make him upset Did it make him angry? Did it make him sad? Did it make him want to tell people why he was losing weight? I'm sure multiple things went through his mind. But I think it's really a shame that this man had to deal with those horrible rumors in his last years and I feel like everybody 
who started whoever started that rumor whoever spread that rumor they should be ashamed of themselves because this man was dying before our eyes and there was no compassion there was no thought that even something was wrong people just assumed that he was being selfish and entitled and i think that just speaks to how we in society are today when it comes to people in general every day people could be suffering in silence or in the public eye and we as a society tend to pass judgment without knowing the whole story we tend to accuse people of things when we don't even know what's really going on and then we don't even know how this person is suffering behind closed doors what they could be going through and the battles and the inner struggles that they could be facing and it's crazy because you hear about people committing suicide sometimes or harming themselves and people say well i didn't know but i feel like if we had a little bit more compassion and we cared a little bit more then sometimes we could save a life sometimes we can save somebody from depression or anxiety or whatever they're going through because a lot of the times people deal with that stuff because of the judgment and the words from people on the outside and so what i i wanted to say in this episode is that whoever's going through anything in their life whether it be publicly whether it be internally whether people are talking about you or whether they're not whether they're passing judgment on you whether you're able to speak for yourself or not it is not your fault and society will try to make everything seem like your fault sometimes the people around you will make it seem like your fault i know for me as a single mom it's always my fault it's my fault while my kids hair doesn't get done when everybody thinks it should be done it's my fault while i'm a single mom I've even had people suggest that it's my fault or just even partially my fault why I dealt with the abuse and domestic violence that I have went through. And that's absolutely absurd. And nobody should ever get blamed when they are the victim of something. And so it's crazy because I feel like people don't realize the strength and the power that their words have. 
The Bible says that life and death are in the power of the tongue. And whether you believe in the Bible or not, everyone knows that words are powerful. Everyone knows that the things that you say and the things that you speak out into the universe have the ability to come true because speaking it is believing it. And so people will just say things about people and not have any idea what's going on. And I think it's so crazy because for years I struggled with trying to prove myself. I struggled with trying to explain my story. Let me explain why this domestic violence wasn't my fault. Let me explain to these people why I tried so hard to make my family work and why I tried so hard for my kids' fathers to stay in their lives. Let me explain. And what I came to realize is that Number one, I don't have to explain anything to anybody because because it's my life and I don't have to answer to anybody but God. And as long as I'm doing the best I can for my children, nobody else can judge me. But the second thing I had to learn was that I can't internalize the things that people say and the judgment that they pass on me because it isn't my fault. And let me tell you, it took like a long time to even get to that point. And to be honest, I still struggle with it sometimes because... Sometimes I want to like kick and scream when I hear somebody say something that they think they know about me. Especially when they're trying to tell me what I could have done or how I could have been better. Because nobody's perfect. But you should never be blamed for something that you did not cause, especially when you suffered, especially when you struggled, especially when you're still struggling. I still struggle with anxiety to this day because of the abuse I experienced as a child. I don't talk about it all the time. I shouldn't have to talk about it all the time. But I also shouldn't have to explain myself to everybody. And I also shouldn't have to be made to feel bad about the things that have been done to me as if it's my fault. And (laughs) society is crazy because I look at this whole... Megan the Stallion and Tory Lane situation and I feel like we as women are mostly targeted when it comes 
to this type of thing where somehow, some way, it's always our fault. And for those of you who don't know about Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, Megan Thee Stallion accused Tory Lanez of shooting her in the foot. And prior to her coming out with these accusations, there was a lot of rumors going around because nobody knew what really happened that night that they had the encounter. But because it was all over the news and because the police were involved, there was a lot of speculation. But I think it's so interesting that before people even knew exactly what happened, everybody somehow knew that regardless of what happened, that Megan Thee Stallion was somehow to blame. Even people that speculated that Tory Lanez had shot her in the foot, people somehow still found a way to blame Megan Thee Stallion, this woman, for somebody else harming her. And I just feel like it's ridiculous at this point because women are attacked on a daily basis. And so I'm standing up for women and I'm standing up and letting you know that you don't have to feel bad. You don't have to be made to feel less than because society will attack you and make you feel like somehow some way that it is your fault when it's not and I feel like other women need to start standing up for women because I feel like it becomes an all-out attack when men are attacking women and then other women join in and throw blows too because then we don't even think about ourselves and think about how we have been somehow attacked and talked about and accused of things that we had no business doing it's like where's the compassion for other women so anybody who has been through something and somebody has the nerve to accuse you has a nerve to pass judgment has a nerve to make you feel like you aren't worth something because something was done to you it is not your fault anybody who has experienced domestic violence who has had a man put their hands on you has had a man attack you in any way. It is not your fault. Anyone who has been molested, sexually assaulted, or raped. It is not your fault. It's not about what you wore. It's not about how you dress. It's not about how you look. It's not about the perfume you wore. It is not your fault. And we need to 
stop with accusing victims and not holding the real culprits accountable, not holding the people responsible who should be held responsible. And we need to stop waiting until somebody dies or something really bad happens to somebody for us to feel guilty or for us to feel some compassion. Let's have some compassion while they're alive. Let's have some compassion whether we know that they're suffering or not. Let's stop waiting for a statement to be made publicly before we can feel for somebody. Let's stop talking about people. Let's stop blaming people for the things that have been done to them because it's not their fault. And we as a society just have to do better because I'm not saying that I haven't passed judgment in the past. I'm not saying that I haven't said some things about people in the past that I shouldn't have said. And I probably blamed some people for things that they shouldn't have been blamed for. But I had to look at myself and look at the things that have been done to me and the things that have been said about me. And I had to realize that it was wrong of me. And, you know, everybody's not perfect. But this is something that I came to the realization of many years ago. And so I just think that it's important for me to let other people know to stop doing this because we don't know how we're impacting the people around us. We don't know what people are going through. And I just want you to know whatever you're going through. If somebody did something to you, don't let anybody, not even that person, not even yourself make you think that somehow it is your fault. Because sometimes we can go through things ourselves and we can internalize it and make ourselves feel bad, make ourselves second guess the way we handle the situation and what we could have did differently. And we can put our own selves in the funk apart from the rest of the world. But it's not your fault. And I hope anybody that's listening to this episode who may be feeling like you have been blamed for so long for something that you were not responsible for. I want you to know that it's not your fault. Because honestly, it took me going to therapy last year to realize that a lot of the things that I went through wasn't my fault. Even just a little bit. Like, I really thought that some way, somehow, 
that the sexual abuse that I experienced in one of my relationships or the domestic violence that I experienced somehow, some way, just maybe a little bit would have been different if I would have did something differently. And honestly, that came from judgment from other people because I've literally been in relationships in the past where when I've spoken openly about my domestic violence and sexual abuse, people have went on to then question are you sure you didn't do this and are you sure you didn't do that and are you sure you didn't provoke him and are you sure are you sure are you sure and it's crazy how the words of other people can get into your head because I never started doubting myself until other people started saying those things to me and honestly over time I had to realize that those people were not the people for me in my life any friends any significant others that are questioning the validity of what you went through what somebody did to you if they're questioning what you did to somebody in order to be able to justify some hurt or some harm that was done to you those aren't the people for your life but most importantly you need to know that you no longer have to feel blame for the things that you went through you no longer have to even take partial blame for the things that people have done to you because it is not your fault and honestly those words last year are what set me free from everything that I was feeling over the years with everything I had gone through and all it took for my therapist to say was it is not your fault for me to feel uplifted and for me to feel free so I hope that whoever is listening to this episode can feel that and I hope that you really know that it is not your fault.